Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Marvin Melendez. You're listening to another episode of All My Friends Talk podcast, where I talk to all my creative artists, advocates, and all-around amazing friends. Um... This episode is a really special episode for me. I got another chance to talk to Monique Schmidt. Um, unfortunately, this is Monique's last episode with us for a little while. Um, hopefully, she'll be back on, um, you know, more frequently. Uh, but she has a lot on her plate right now, so she cannot commit to doing every episode. Um, so go make sure you follow her on TikTok and, and, and show her some love. Um, I really appreciate all the work that she's done on this podcast for the three episodes that she was on consecutively. Um, as far as this episode, this is actually recorded, uh, you know, early, or around mid-September. Unfortunately, uh, there's some production del- uh, issues while recording, so a lot had to get edited out. Um, and because of that process, uh, some stuff came up on my side of things, uh, and it just took me a longer time to edit this podcast than normal. Um, so you'll see some production delays within the podcast, um, and you know about thirty minutes of the actual podcast was cut out because there's some nonsense that were made um, that we had to take out because the time frame for those announcements had already passed. Um, so. Uh, the big one being being to uh, my apologies to Dr. Amanda Delorento Garcia. Uh, I know you had something really awesome in regards to mental health going on. And unfortunately, you know, we just were not able to get this episode out in time. So I apologize about that. Um, also, this episode, we talk a lot in depth about mental health. Um, there's some trigger words like, you know, suicide that will probably come up in this episode. And so just be mindful of that. Um, it's a really excellent discussion on just our own interactions with mental health and where we both come from and how we feel about the topic in general. So uh, go ahead and uh, I hope you enjoy this episode and can't wait for the next one. I, it's funny, we were talking a little before before we got started and I was reminiscing on a conversation I had with Danny Brooks on the podcast and like, I'm very, I'm not against therapy. I think if you need therapy, go out and get it. Like I see a therapist. I'm not you know, embarrassed by that fact at all. Um, but I, um, I get really skeptical about therapy, like not therapy, but like the topic around mental health, around uh, mental health awareness, things like that. Because I feel like it's talked about so much that it's almost... Oh, did I freeze? Okay, here you see you. Yes. You said my last words were I'm skeptical about therapy. Skeptical. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was talking to Dana Brooks, and one of my issues about uh, mental health awareness is that we talk about it so much that it's there's so much information out there, and people are so, you know, quote unquote open to like talking or open to being a source and I worry that because it's so talked about 
it almost like if I'm trendy, if I want to be cool, especially within the younger generation, it just seems like the cool thing to be is almost depressed or almost like anxious. Like everybody now has anxiety. Everybody now struggles with depression. Everybody does this because it's an easy talking point. It's an easy way to kind of almost fit in in a, like in a dark way. Does that make sense? And I yeah. worry that if we talk about it too much, um, that it'll be like, it'll, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be a stigma, like a, a negative stigma to anybody. And by all means, go check out Amanda and get the resources you want to do better. But I don't also don't want it to be, uh, it just seems like more people are depressed, even though there's more like information about it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I kind of see what you're saying. I obviously have a different view of it, given a lot of the things I've gone through personally. Yeah. I mean, like, I think each generation has their way of embracing like mental health and depression. The way that millennials like myself grew up is to cope through humor and dark humor. Um, also, when I was on the whole emo scene in middle school and, you know, grunge punk you know, it was cool to be so depressed and so sad. I mean, like playing on repeat in my head is Papa Roach, cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Mm. That's a, yeah. a song literally about trigger word suicide, you know, and the, and now it's just, people are more saying now, hey, back then, like we, we would joke and we would just normalize it but we don't want to normalize it because it's not, it's not normal. It's not okay. Um, but I get what you're saying. Like make being part of the crowd or part of the cool kids to like, Oh, I'm depressed. I have anxiety. And I think, I think there's a fine line between I'm struggling with my mental health is struggling with depression, and anxiety. I want to get better. And I'm struggling with depression, and anxiety. What was me? And everyone relate to me. And there are the two two sides of the aisle where you could either fall into one category or the other you can't play on the fence like you can't walk on the fence so either one you want to get better or the other you don't want to get better and it's important to have the people around you who want you to get better and want you to reach your goals for what getting better looks like for you you are pretty open I'll say, I mean, you're much, much more open than I've ever been uh, as far as like your mental health struggles. You, I mean, you talked about your TikTok. You're like, I mean, you've talked about it on, I feel like I've seen you blog about it in the past, if I can remember correctly. Um, like, why do you talk about it? I, and I remember we talked about, I remember we kind of talked about it in my very first, like my first interview with you. Um, I talk about it in hopes that someone else won't feel alone, but that knowing that there is another side to it and that getting better is achievable. Um, I'm not, I'm better than I was every day. I still have something every day. I'm still struggling or I'm still working at not getting my head in that, you know, that mental thought and headspace and for anyone who has struggled with suicidal ideation and depression and anxiety, then they understand what intrusive thoughts mean. And intrusive thoughts are thoughts that just aren't of your own or 
you know, let's just bring some Christianese into it, like of the flesh, you know, it's, it's what's waging, waging war, like in the flesh, like flesh versus spirit. And the flesh is contrary to what the spirit says. And the flesh is um, abiding by what the word of God says. And the flesh doesn't want God. The flesh doesn't want freedom. It wants us to remain in the sin. And so our flesh or you know, other people blame the devil, which I'm like, he's not omnipotent, y'all. He's not omnipresent. He's not everywhere. He doesn't know all of your thoughts. Don't blame it all on the devil, right? He can plant half truths, right? Like his little minions mm-hmm. can plant half truths. And then there are the things of your own traumas that just get brought up, but it's what you choose to dwell on. Yeah. If you choose to dwell on like the negative, that's what will be. If you choose to dwell on things that are good righteous pure that's what will and i just i like being open about it because people are not alone and this struggle was not meant to... oh no you froze okay uh yeah i got nope we're good yeah oh dear you're first can you hear me? see me let me know when i'm back let me know i can when hear I'm you back. i can hear hey. you i can hear hey. you hey. i can hear let you me know when i'm back Back again and heart attack. Back, back. Oh, hey. Yeah. I feel like. Never. <laughs> See, like, um, that's the problem with ADHD is Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you listen to the ADHD song I sent you? I did. I couldn't relate to it. I'm not going to lie. Really? Really, really. Not, I could not relate to it. I was like, wow, this is a pretty scatterbrained song. Maybe I can relate to it. But on the topic that he was talking about, I couldn't relate to it. Man, I remember that first verse. I like cry every time I listen to it because I get it so oh. much. Oh. Oh yeah, but that. But going back to what I was saying earlier, that's why I'm. That's why I'm so open about mental health and the struggles with mental health, because this is not meant to be fought alone. Like you're not meant to live yeah. in isolation. You're not meant to be, you know, off in the cliffs and in the valley by yourself. Like we as community want to walk with you to get better and and yeah that's why I'm like so open about it I mean like I was we were talking offline and yesterday was my two-year anniversary of when I attempted on myself and it was weird because leading the days leading up to it like you and I were having like some miscommunication and I was just not as present and I think a lot of it had to do with like physical anxieties that were happening with me and I was just like what's going on what's going on and I think that my body was remembering the past trauma of it all and I noticed my daughter getting more attached to me lately I'm like I don't know if that's a gross or if it's because of the of what I did go through and like yeah she was only six months old but babies remember they remember everything and you know, they might not put words to it, but they remember feeling sad or feeling scared. And um, two years yesterday, and I was at a Bible study in the morning, and I was at like a CrossFit class at night, and it felt really damn good. It was weird, but it felt good because looking back on like what could have been, is and that didn't happen, and now it's like oh. I have my whole life and now I have actual goals that I want to like complete, you know? Yeah. 
And I don't want to take, I never want anyone to take suicidal ideation or mental health as a one-off. I'll just, you know, oh yeah, I get those thoughts all the time. It's like, nah, dude, we shouldn't be living in that alone. Speak it out, say it out loud. That way it sounds more ridiculous and say it to someone else so that they can affirm you. Yeah. Do you, have you, what if your mental health, like you've mentioned ADHD, like your relation, just that song. Yeah. But what, what are some things that you, that you have been struggling with in that, in that, in terms of like mental health awareness month or like suicide prevention month? Yeah. I mean, there's something that I can't, I'm not going to, I can't talk about on the podcast because there's a lot of things that people don't know. Um, you know, as far as like my journey and things I went through in the, and so like, there's a lot, I think, you know, I think if you listen to like, like if, you know, the writings that are out there that are in the public, or if you see me live, you know, I I do talk about it. I typically won't talk about it on on the podcast because like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if there's certain things that I'm ready to, to, to disclose to the public. You know what I mean? Um, and I think I've always been that way. I've always been a little bit more guarded than, than most, you know? So, I mean, I definitely think I have ADHD. Like I can't for the life of me stay focused on one task at a time. Right. Like, I mean, you, we, we, like we got cut off by internet and all of a sudden we're both rapping. (laughs) 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 And I think if you know, if you, if you're around me enough and you know me well enough, you'll learn that like, oh, Marvin, you know, there's different, Marvin definitely is ADHD or Marvin has like a, a you know, I think there's there's signs of like, you, or, or I think people, yeah, I remember I, I told my sister and uh, she said, oh, like, I thought you were struggling with your mental health. I actually told somebody and they said they didn't notice anything, right? But like, you know, my sisters know me well. And I'm in that conversation was like a, a year and a half ago now. Mm-hmm. but uh so yeah like I think also I have a, a miss I mean some things just to be open like I don't value a lot of like I don't see a lot of like goodness within within myself right so like the other, a couple weeks ago I think I told you about this I did an open mic and like killed right like people are crying people give me hugs and everything and I left the open mic and I told my wife not that I killed but I said I didn't do so good but everybody's really nice, right? Like it was hard for my wife. We were talking today and she was giving me a list. She wrote down like 10 things she she admires about me. And I like cringe. I was like, like, I can't, like, like, I just think you're nice. You know, like it, there's almost like that sense of like, I'm not good enough. You're just nice to me type of, type of conversation that we have. Um, so I think those are some of the areas I struggle with just to try to keep it vague, but like, yeah. And like, and I'm assuming it's the, you keep like, you're the ones who know you, like your close friends, the guys or girls or whatever that you keep close to, like they are, they know like your story. Some of them. Wow. There's, there are certain no, things. No that shame are, in that. No shame in that. I'm just yeah, like, wow. No, like, I'm just I such remember, an open book that I'm like, I'm always like, oh, wow. Tell me more why you don't share. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I was, 
it's funny. I went to go watch the Super Bowl with my best friend. He was the best man at my wedding. And he's asking me stuff. I was like, and he's like, and we're talking and some stuff came up. He's like, damn, bro. Like, why didn't you call me? Like, he found out about stuff a year later. He was like, yo, like, I could have, like, I would have came up to natural or something. I was like, nah, homie, it was, it's good. It's good. It's good. And so, and that's, and I think what I just did there, it's good. That is my default reaction. Anything good like, wrong? And that's not, it's okay to say, it's not, it's not like, I'm not good, but it's going to be okay. Like, I'm not well, but it's going to be okay. I think that's why I like that one poem of yours so much is that you say, like you said that, like, am I good? Not now, but like, I'll, or like you, I will be, or something along those lines. You do a good job of that. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. But you've got to remember that though. Like, you can't just be like, no, no, no. Like, don't downplay it. It's uh, okay to just be completely flat out and say, you know what? I think you're really shitty. It's okay. Like, it's okay to, you like, like, I know, like, it's the, let me ask you the, like, do you want advice or we froze? So I must take it that this is God's time that I don't have to be open on this podcast. <laughs> no, you don't. You really don't. Like, I'm just, uh, I was just encouraging, like, it's okay to say that things are not okay, but they will get. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm. It's, I don't disagree with you on that. I don't disagree when it comes to other people. Like, if you were to tell me, like, yo, you're not, you're not okay, I'd be like, all right, yo, like, what do you need? I always want to be okay, though, right? Like, I always want to be, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's just what it is. Let me ask you something. Let me ask something. You mentioned. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you, before you move away from that point, I just need to share, like when it comes to someone just sharing like, oh yeah, I'm not doing so great. Like, and this is something I've learned with my husband is like men just have this tendency to want to fix things. And they have to remember that it's okay to sit in the uncomfortable when someone just like, sometimes it's like, I don't want to fix right now. I just really want to be heard right now. And it's hard because all you want to do is make that person feel better but it's also okay to acknowledge those feelings because we're taught our whole lives by the generations before us, stop crying, shut up. Hey, go to your room. You're get, you get a spank for crying or whatever, you know, like, it's like, ah, I have so many emotions and then you keep it bottled yeah. up. It's like, oh, it's, you want to fix it. And it's like, no, that's not the solution. The solution is being okay to sit in that uncomfortable feeling. I just needed a rebuttal. I needed to give you that rebuttal. <laughs> let me ask you you talk a lot about uh, you know like you went to bible study yesterday you talked you know you uh you you even you quoted scripture just a minute ago you often talk about your relationship with god and and, and jesus does how do I, does jesus help yeah. <laughs> and I ask that not in a sense of like, oh, I don't believe or anything like that. Right, One of the conversations right. that me, me, me and Danny had was like, um, like, and I don't want to dive too far into this unless it goes, but like, 
whether or not the church has like actually done good with mental health you know like no the, the church is, does a terrible job when it comes to mental health it right, is taboo in the church it is taboo yeah and also like you know, like we talked about like pastors probably shouldn't be counseling their no doing counseling you know and no. it, i didn't realize that until like very recently when my dad was a pastor he also became a licensed therapist like my dad actually got his master's degree he's a he like he goes he does clinical counseling at the hospital Good for him. you know so like yeah, yeah you know so you're not stuck to like doing a a three-hour course online and a book you know and then boom you're now certified to do christian counseling you know and it's um which i think is yeah so anyways so i, I am curious as to you know i get you back i'm curious as to can you hear me yes okay i'm curious as to like how your relationship with god plays into your mental health you know it's like that old very old like story of the man who was stuck in a flood and he was on the roof of his house and he would say god please save me and then guy in a boat comes by and he's like hey guy let me get you off your house and the guy's like no no it's okay god will save me and then the flood waters rise and he's like god please save me and then uh, here comes another the coast guard hey let's save you blah blah blah. he's like no it's fine god will save me and then the flood waters rise even more and then comes a helicopter with the ladder hey let me get you out of there and then the guy's like no no god's gonna save me what what happens the guy drowns right and then he gets to heaven and then he's at the gates he's like hey god i don't understand I, I asked you to save me. And God's like, I sent the boat. I sent the helicopter. Like I sent people. You just got to learn how to reach out. Right. It's like yeah. the Lord uses people to, to uh, push forward his good work because it is his kingdom. You know, when we talk about, we are of one body, we are of one flesh, then we have to be there for the other. Right. So I love my pastor personally, where he says, listen, God gave us doctors for a reason like we have doctors and modern medicine and technology advancements for a reason let us use doctors who can use chemo right like yes like go the natural route if you can but if like doctors are saying do chemo then weigh your options right if there are mental health professionals that say hey we really want to help navigate please please go to the mental health professional right don't just say God's going to heal me, right? Because there's the miracle where it could be supernatural and God will heal. Then there's the other, also the other part where it's like, no, God gave us these things for a reason. It's like, if your car breaks down, are you going to say, God, please fix my car? No, you go to a mechanic, right? Yeah. Like, no, it's just, that's dumb. Like, I hate it when people in the church be like, no, just pray against the depression. Like, dude f that like don't tell me to pray against depression where i i literally have days where i have this sinking spinning feeling in my head that i can't get out of this like abyss of a hole and the only one in that hole with me is jesus and i'm like jesus i can't see my way out of this i need to reach out for help and i don't know how and i feel like the holy spirit reminds me of like call this person send a text remember what you've practiced remember that you're not alone. Right. And, and I, and yeah, like, yeah, Jesus helps. Jesus is right there with me. He walks with me. Yay. Though 
I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I won't fear because you are with me. It's not that God's going to take me out of the valley. It's that he was literally walking with me through the bones, through the dirt, through the mud, like all of it. Yeah. Is that, I, does that, does that help your question at all? Like, like, what do you think about it? Like you asked the question. So what I do think you... about it. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know. I, I think I'm more in a, in a weird space of like exploring my faith, you know, like, and, and truly understanding it. And I think, I think I'm at a season of my life where I have a lot more questions about what I believe than I ever had before, you know? Amazing. Love that. Yeah. And it's so, and sometimes it's hard. It's scary because you felt, I felt like, oh, I got it all, you know? But then once, once your mental authority takes like a nose die, once things are questioned all around you, it's hard. And I remember, you know, I remember talking to my therapist about this actually, and they were, and they actually said, my therapist does not believe in Jesus. They're not Christian at all. And they asked me, they said, well, do you, do you still pray or do you still read your Bible? Do you still journal? And I was like, I don't know. They're like, why? And they said, you know, I, I said, like, I, I don't know. A lot of the Christians I grew up looking up to aren't really who I thought they were. And so I just got a lot of issues with them. And she was, and, and they said, yeah, you know, that's, that's tough. That, that's really tough. But you know God. I was like, yeah. And so you're like, you know, even if everybody else fails, even if everyone else is wrong, you have a relationship with God. Don't lose sight on that. And I think that's one thing I try to remember is that I try to, I wish I had a scientific explanation for everything. I wish I had a scientific explanation or I wish I had a rational conclusion for a lot of things. Um, but at the end of the day, like I don't always have a rational conclusion, but I have to trust that like. Mm-hmm. one way or another whether it's through therapy and medicine or whether it's just praying it out like god will be there that uh, there is no other hope that i think i can have than to than to trust that jesus like if it's not you it's nothing if i got right. nothing else that's all it is you know exactly i think your therapist said it right it's like yeah they let you down that sucks but you know god and it just reminds me of you know, famous pastors like Robbie Zacharias or Carl Lentz who like their sins, either they were exposed while alive or exposed after death. And uh, it kills me because I'm like, dang, I really looked up to their teachings in some ways. Right. But then I'm like, you know what, this is why we don't idolize a person. We have to remember that they also need Jesus, that they didn't know the gospel. And now who knows about Robbie? the Lord knows, but Carl, like he's alive and there's repentance, right? But it just reminds me like, Hey, you are just like any one of us. No one is untouchable, not a single person. And every time Ben and I, Ben's my husband, we hear about like these things that happen to famous people where they stumble or whatever, they get caught up in like some kind of scam or I don't know. We just, we pray because we remember that we are human, we're fallen, and there's nothing in us that is exempt from being touched in this world. Yeah, yeah, and it's, 
I mean, I, I do take comfort in the fact that, like, you know, Wakanwich said that they're not any, you know, I know we don't, I have a lot, there's a lot of listeners to the podcast who aren't Christian, you know, and um, so I understand that it's really easy to, like, discount Christianity because, uh, you know, like, look at so-and-so, and I, like, it's really easy, and I struggle with that myself, like, honestly, I do, um, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, man, you know, like, Jesus hasn't changed you know, like at least for me, he has, and I understand maybe my interpretations or someone else's interpretations may have be different than what they're taught to believe. But at the end of the day, it's, I mean, it's it's written, it's it's engraved, and you know, and like I and I hold on to that. So whether someone else is human and makes a mistake, that's fine. Like God is who God is, and that's it. That's all I that's all I can count on. So. I mean, I think I think also the, it's just like what you said, God is God, and is who he is but when the people look at the bible like oh it's flawed and i'm like no people are flawed the people are flawed but you have to remember that every significant bible care like the character in each story in each of the books they failed somehow what's important to remember is how they responded in their failure did they respond by being prideful because god opposes the proud but he gives grace to the humble and did he, what happened when David, when, when King Saul sinned against God, he tried to defend himself, but no, God opposes the proud. What happened when David, King David killed a man and took his woman or other way around, he took his woman and killed the man. He repented and he turned back to God and God's like, I forgive you. There's still consequences, but I forgive you. And, and we have to remember like each of these stories, like it's just fallen people learning what it means to follow a like god who is good but also is just and firm and can't tolerate sin unless there is repentance but also there is grace yeah oh man um this is a good conversation i am glad we had this conversation me too i'm glad Um, i'm so happy i had no idea i didn't i know at first i was like can we talk about Kanye West? But I'm really glad we talked about this. Uh, um, I'm not ready to talk about Donda yet. <laughs> one of these days. Um, one of these one days of... when I can finish it after like five and a half hours. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's long, super long. It's but very long. Yeah. Um, anyways, thank you for coming on. I know that this will be the last time we see you for a little while. Um, I froze. And, uh, yes. Like, yeah, so the last time we'll see you for a while, but um, I hope that I can get you back on the podcast sooner rather than later. Um, I'd be happy to. Thank you so much for having me, Marvin. It was yeah. such a pleasure. Awesome. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of All My Friends Talk. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share this with your friends. Um, it really means a lot when you guys either comment on the YouTube or Instagram side of things, or even just share the audio version, for, whether it's Spotify, Apple, uh, Google, or wherever else you listen to your podcast. Uh, you know, you guys sharing this, it means the world to me. So uh, appreciate you guys all the way through and can't wait to talk to you next time. All right, bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.